0: This is the story of Balaam and Balak and how Balak was hiring Balaam to curse Israel because he saw that this man seems to be in touch with a a divine power. And so uh, Balaam was hired to curse, put a curse on Israel, please. And in verse 20 of chapter 23 of Numbers, It says that, Behold, Balaam speaking, Behold, I have received commandment to bless, and he hath blessed, meaning God, and I cannot reverse it. He hath not beheld iniquity in Jacob, neither hath he seen perverseness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him. And the shout of a king is among them. God brought them out of Egypt. He hath, as it were, the strength of a unicorn. Surely there is no enchantment against Jacob, neither is there any divination against Israel. According to this time, it shall be said of Jacob and of Israel, What hath God wrought? Exclamation point. Behold, the people shall rise up as a great lion and lift up himself as a young lion. He shall not lie down until he eat of the prey and drink the blood of the slain. And Balak said unto Balaam, Neither curse them at all, nor bless them at all. Balak is basically saying, Stop! Don't do anything! Stop! Don't curse them, don't bless them, don't do anything. It's a uh, very humorous. But Balaam answered and said unto Balak, "Told not I thee, saying all that the Lord speaketh that I must do." And then he goes on to take him to another part of the mountain, maybe a different angle. Let's let's try this angle over here. It takes him to another vista, uh, so he can see them, and perhaps from this point of view, he can pronounce a curse on them. Let's try this. Let's try this over here. And in chapter twenty-four. Uh, Balaam saw that it pleased Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel. He went not, as at other times, to seek for enchantments, but he set his face toward the wilderness, and Balaam lifted up his eyes, and he saw Israel, abiding, in his tents, according to their tribes. You just saw them. They're just minding their own business living in their tents, according to their tribes. And the Spirit of the Lord, Spirit of God, came upon him. And he basically pronounces another blessing upon them. And Balak's anger, in verse 10, was kindled against Balaam. And he said, I called on thee to curse mine enemies, and behold, thou hast altogether blessed them these three times. It's really, really quite funny. But anyhow, I wanted to dwell on this fact for a little bit about how God has blessed his people. We have God's blessing upon us. Now, this is a little strange because I was just reading in Micah chapter 1, verse 5, something that sounds completely opposite. In Micah chapter 1, in verse 5, it says, For the transgression of Jacob is all this, and for the sins of the house of Israel, etc. The Lord is basically saying, Hey, Jacob, your transgressions, Israel, your sins. And yet, in Numbers chapter 23, what we just read in verse 20 says, or verse 21, he hath not beheld iniquity in Jacob, neither hath he seen perverseness in Israel. So, what's going on here? I think all of us would, many of us, most of us would understand, but what's happening here is, it's not two truths, okay? Um, The Lord looks on us, as being clothed in the righteousness of Christ. God's legal eyes see us as being perfectly righteous, which is a miracle. I mean, when you look at this verse here, where it says, God hath not beheld iniquity in Jacob, that's pretty incredible of a verse. That's a statement that makes you wonder, What is he even talking about? Jacob is so twisted and there's so much sin here. And when we see our own lives and our own performances and and see how, how much we fail the Lord, the Lord looks on us and he sees us clothed in the righteousness of Christ. And that is how he can legally even hear our prayers. That is how he can legally even receive us into the holy of holies. Don't forget, God is a, is a purer eye than to behold evil. He cannot countenance sin. So how then is it even possible for us who are so imperfect to to approach God and to come boldly into His throne of grace? It's exactly the same. Thought going on here. He hath not beheld iniquity in Jacob, neither hath he seen perverseness in Israel. It doesn't mean that they didn't have sin, as we read in Micah chapter 1, just like with us. But it does mean that we are clothed with the righteousness of Christ. This is our justification. This is our legal standing with God. We are brought in legally, adopted in legally into the family of God, and so now we are the children of God, and He is our Father. And just like in a natural family, you could have a father-son relationship marred and weakened and, and, and hurt because of the sins of the children. And so it is with, with this new relationship. We are accepted in the Beloved. There's no doubt about that. There's no changing of that. We are in Christ. But it doesn't mean that our sins cannot affect our relationship and even our blessing from God. And so uh, this passage here, and I'll just really quit there, but this passage, uh, just highlight that one fact that God sees us as in Christ. That's our only hope. We are in Christ And therefore, we have all the privileges that come with being in Christ. Our prayers are heard. That is a huge privilege. He hears us. When we open our mouths today, our Father in heaven has promised to hear our prayers. Not because of who we are, but because we're in Christ. And that should give us tremendous confidence. But then he's also promised... Promise to us the Holy Spirit. If ye being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, well, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him of his children? He will give us the Holy Spirit. He has promised to us the Holy Spirit. So let us ask for the Holy Spirit. But it is a wonderful thing here that even as the children of Israel were just minding their own business, living in their tents, just like a lot of us, weak. Christians minding our own business we don't we we have no control of what's going on in in the fierce clouds all around us. President Trump just got banned off of twitter we're seeing we're seeing these big tech giants clamp down on 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 all kinds of things. Hey as sermon audio don't you think we're getting a little bit uh concerned as well? We have all kinds of quote unquote hate speech on our site um we're we're very much aware that the day will come where we're going to have to be um, we're going to have to be counting the cost. Um, but here's the thing: no, we don't have any control of what's going on out there in the big bad world. We're minding our own business, living in our tents, serving the Lord. And all these forces out there in the heavenly places in the spiritual realm are conspiring against God's people to put a curse on them. Just like Balaam was. God's people don't even know about it hardly. We're, we're, we're living oblivious. We live out our days. We have our meals. We just go about our business. And we have no idea the kind of target that the devil has on our back. And he has a target... This big red, this this group here. There's a big red red target on this group right here. <laughs> I'm looking at a, a sea of faces. There's a big red target right on us, because we're trying to uh, pray down the blessing of God, and and we don't we don't know. We don't have any idea. I have no clue. If we had any idea of w- the kind of thing that the devil is conspiring, it probably scare us to death. Um. And yet, it says here, there is no enchantment against Jacob, no divination. There is no spell that the devil can put on God's people. We are, um, we are immune to all that, not because of us, but because God's protection is upon us. The Spirit of the Lord, the angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear him. <clears throat> he is encamping round about our little group here, just like that. Um, Now, here's the thing. We still have sin, and we have to be really careful about the fact that we can displease the Lord and we can um, create problems for ourselves. doesn't mean that we're going to live in perpetual blessing. I'm going to stop there. I can't believe it's 1020. The clock moves so fast, and I'm really sorry about that. So I'm going to stop right now because I have been encouraging everyone else to do the same. So all I want to say is God's blessing is upon us, no one can reverse that, but it doesn't mean that we're free of sin. If you read my, my, my email, I want us to be very careful about the spirit of unity. There's plenty that's going to divide us. We're going to be our own worst enemy. The devil has no power over us, but we are going to be our own worst enemy. We will.